Uh, good morning and good afternoon, everyone. And thank you for joining us today on Thursday, the 27th of January, 2022, at Vision Stores Exploring Technology uh, webinar with David Woodbridge on the Blindshell Classic 2 mobile phone. My name is Tony Wu, and I'll be one of your co-hosts. And I'm joined by my fellow colleague, David Woodbridge, who is our Vision Store National AT Advisor. I would like to begin this session by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we meet today. <coughs> I would also like to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. The webinar will be recorded for those who cannot stay for the entire session and you can access the recording later via our Vision Australia YouTube channel. This is an interactive session, so submit any questions that you may have uh, throughout the session by using our chat box. For those that use a screen reader, you can access the chat function through keystrokes Alt-H or Command-H if you use a Mac. We'll answer as many questions as best we can and as many as time permits. Welcome, David, to our first Exploring Tech webinar for 2022. I know. I, I'm actually really excited. And I'm actually going to say this up front. This is my next favorite gadget, Tony. So <laughs> I've got the word favorite right up there, out of the way. I've waved it around. So if I keep using that term, that's where it's going to be. So, as Tony indicated, we're here today to talk about the Blind Shell Classic 2. And basically, we were trying to think of the best way to explain this phone because it's not a feature phone, it's not a smartphone, it's in between. Now, the folks at Blind Shell say it's basically a phone with communication without limits. So, I think that's what it really boils down to. So, what I thought I'd do is I'll go through about what you get in the box. I'll go through a physical description of the phone in general. Then I'll talk about the main functions of the phone. And then if you really want to geek out towards the end, I'll go through some of the really cool inside bits that the phone has. So the first thing, of course, you get in the box is the Blind Shell Classic 2 itself. And it, to me, it really feels like the old fashioned, and I'm going to sort of date myself now, like the old fashioned Nokia phones where you had the very distinctive keypad that was actually very, very tactile. Um, but I'll go through that phone. I'll go through the features and the hardware stuff in a minute for you. So that's the phone itself. It's not that particularly big. Um, I don't go. I don't like going about millimeters and that sort of stuff. But if you can imagine a, a medium-sized remote, um, and it's not really heavy in the phone. In fact, uh, the weight, most of the weight's taken up by the battery anyway. So it's actually a very light phone. And of course, the other thing you get in the actual box is this really cool charging cradle. So you simply pop the phone in there and it's got a little USB cable connection at the back. Thank goodness for USB-C. Plug it in and when you plug the phone in, it makes a nice little uh, ascending tone sound to let you know it's charging. The thing that doesn't come in the box is an actual charger. And the reason for that is because they're just assuming these days that everybody has a five volt charger. Um, so you can either plug it into your PC or your Mac to charge. You can plug it into an existing five volt charger like I do here at home. I've got it plugged into one of my iPhone chargers. Uh, or if you need to, Vision Australia or Quantum Technology who actually sells the Blind Shell Classic 2 can supply you with a USB charger. Um, I'm lucky enough to have USB chargers um, actually in my walls in my house so I can just wander around my whole house and plug it in when I need to. Um, I'm not going to show you the cable because the cable is just a USB-C cable. Um, the next thing you get is a tiny little pair of earphones. Now you're probably thinking that's cool to have earphones because yes it does have a 3.5mm headphone jack. But the reason why you need earphones is because if you need to use the built-in FM radio receiver, it uses any earphones that plug in, and these basically act as a wireless, sorry, as a radio uh, antenna for to pick up the FM radio. So that's why you need these sort of earphones, but you can plug into any ones you like, as long as it detects that you've got something plugged into the 3.5mm headphone jack, um, it'll use it as a radio antenna. So that's the earphones. And then, um, now, at the moment, we're not 100% sure, but in the demo box that I got with mine, you get this really cool tag. And these are tags, so if you've heard about tags like the tile tag or the air tags, these are little devices that you attach to, you know, your key ring, uh, attached to your bag, your wallet, 
and then you can get the phone to play a sound on the tag that helps you locate where you put your keys down or where you put your purse down and so on. So it's called the tag up again, Dave. So, yep, that's called the beeper. Yes, it is. Yeah, and it, it's actually very cool. I don't know what I, I swear that edge, Tony, is almost feels like it's made of metal. Um, I, when I got it out, because the, the sides are definitely plastic, but the round here feels like almost like metal or very smooth plastic. I thought, oh, this feels really cool in the hand. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then the next thing you're getting in the bag, now I've actually got this on my phone already, but here on the back I have got a round NFC, near field communication, NFC tag. So again in my demo box I got three tags that you can put on different objects um you know for this one you might, it up a little bit so, yep so to say for this yep. one you might use this one for filing uh label your cd collection your dvd collection <coughs> um label the passcode on your alarm system or what you need to do for your microwave and so on and all you simply do and i'll, I'll talk about this later on is you just go into the nfc tag function on the phone give it a name Next time you pass the phone over the tag, it'll just read out the name in your voice. Very, very cool indeed. So just a round one. And you can buy packs of 10 of these little NFC tags. So if you're after an effective way of labeling stuff, then you really can't go past these NFC tags. They're absolutely amazing. And then I don't believe this comes in the, the box, but we've also got a case that, of course, you can actually put the phone into. Um, and I, I just tend to call these wallet cases because you sort of flick it down and it comes in a little wallet again. Um, the only thing I don't, well, it's not what I don't like about it. The only thing to do with the wallet is, of course, this whole thing is not going to then fit in the cradle because you've got the case on the phone. So that's the only thing you really can't do it. Um, I've tried it and it just won't fit. <laughs> All right, so that's basically what you get in the box. And also, I guess from a side of point of view, you also get a print manual as well. But the manual is also built into the phone and it's extremely easy to navigate. Um, so sometimes I know people get a bit worried about manuals in phones and how it is how hard it is or is it is to navigate this is actually very very straightforward all right let's get into onto the interesting bit let's start to talk about the blind shell classic 2 itself so hold up a bit more david yep that's it perfect yeah so starting from the the front we've got our 2.8 inch diagonal screen and it is not a touch screen it's a normal and standard screen Below that, we have two rows of action buttons, which I'll get onto when I'm talking about the phone. And then below that, <coughs> we have our standard numeric keypad. So one, two, three, four, sorry, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, and six. And of course, the five has got a dot on it. And then seven, eight, nine, and then star, zero, and hash. So that's basically the front face of the phone. And of course, on the front face, we also have the, the dual microphone. One microphone is also used for noise counselling. And we've got our speakers down towards the bottom. And of course, the main speaker up the top for when you're talking on the telephone. If I turn it round to the back, we have up to where I've got my finger now. That's the SOS button that you program to ring any emergency number you like, whether it's 000 or I've got mine currently set up to ring my wife's mobile phone. Above that is actually the camera, and this has got a 13 megapixel camera. And then, right where I've got, let's see, right where I've got my fingertip, that's the flash for the actual camera. Now, what's interesting about this phone, and I have not seen this on the smartphone at all, I guess you can do it with an app. Right on the top of the phone, just there, is an LED flashlight. So you can turn this on because if you're low vision, uh, because one thing I should have said at the beginning, don't be put off by the name. This is called the Blind Shell Classic 2. It's also a low vision accessible phone as well. It's not just for quite blind people. So you can use the sort of flashes for the camera. And then the flashlight is of course for you to maybe look in the pantry or to pick up your phone and walk around your house at night time. And the really nice thing about it, I guess from a blind person's point of view is... 
when the flashlight's on it actually makes a sound to let me know I've actually turned the flashlight on maybe by accident because my children will often tell me that I've got a light shining at them and they don't like it and then over here let me just turn it up the so I've got that that way that's right here we go so that was the flashlight and then over on the right hand side of the top we've got our 3.5 mil headphone jack and of course that's the plug in the earphones to listen to the phone or to and or use the FM radio so that's the back and then on the side on this on the left hand side if this phone was facing me this is the volume up and volume down button and then if I rotate it around to the other side this button here has two functions one is your favorites button so after you've selected what functions you like I've got about 20 of it off selected at the moment amongst about 42 I've got all the more set up on my favorites button and then if you hold that button in that also becomes your voice assistant button where you can do two main things you can actually um, open up an application so I can just say things like weather mail messages and so on and I can also voice dictate so anywhere there's text I can dictate text as well because remember because we've got this number pad if you want to input in text manually you've got what's called the, to use the old T9 system and the T9 system is where you had to press 2 once for A twice for B three times for C and then four times to actually get the number two um, and then three was D, E and F and so on um, so but if you don't know the T9 system you can voice dictate even for your telephone numbers um, addresses just straight text you can always voice dictate by just holding in that side button on the side here all right so that's the phone and then of course if I take the battery cover off at the back and the trick here is that's the bottom of the phone facing you now on the what's it the right hand side towards at the bottom there's a little lip and I can put my fingernail underneath and it just pull you just pull the cover off so put that down and that's exposed the battery okay and the battery is a 3000 milliamp battery um, I'm getting about four days out of this phone and I've been using it pretty consistently and then to, if I just put, again put my fingernail under here and pull it out I've just taken the battery out and here we've got slots where we can put in two sim cards not just, just one so we can put in two sim cards not just one and it also takes a 120 gigabyte uh, small memory card as well but you can get two sim cards in here and just a warning they're actually mini sims not nano sims so I just went off to Amazon and, and I could have gone to Telstra or whatever and just bought a little adapter so that I could actually fit the, the, the my nano sim into the, the mini sim alright I'm going to pop that back in and probably knowing me I'll get this around the wrong way just line up the little holes and okay that's back in take the case and that's all back in again all right so the way to turn on this phone is I come to my two rows of action buttons so going from the top the first one is my notifications button which is round the one in the middle which is a, a vertical bar sorry horizontal bar <laughs> horizontal bar that's my up arrow and the one to the right of it that is my back button or my sorry that's my sorry my back button that's my repeat button so we've got right is notifications then up arrow and then the repeat button and if I come down to the second row going from left to right we've got the one at the bottom is my OK button or confirm down arrow and then over to the right hand side will be my backslash or go back button and what's nice about it is that the OK button or confirm button for visual people is going to be green and the slash button or go back button or also called the hang up button is actually a slash and that's actually red 
so it really makes it stand out. Um, speaking of colours, you can get the phone in either red or white, uh, sorry, red or black, sorry, red or black, and then the actual keypad, it doesn't matter the colour of the phone itself, it'll always be black buttons with white writing on the keys. Okay, so keep that in mind. So black buttons with white writing and then the, the case behind that can either be red or black. All right, so let me turn this phone on. I'm actually gonna hold down that slash key or the backslash key or the hang up key in. And I don't know if you heard that, but I just got a vibration out of the phone, which is nice because you know the phone's turned on. And then I say normally, until you hear some sort of sound, it takes about 17 seconds for, <clears throat> for the phone to boot up. So we'll just give it a moment to boot up. And then visually on the screen, so I've been told in the manual, uh, it, there'll appear a nice clock on the screen and Tony just can confirm that when it, when it comes online. Sure, at the moment I just see the blind shell and its logo. Very good. That's the music. Um, you hold the phone a little bit down. That's it. Uh, the camera is just adjusting. Now I see the time. Um, 12.47. In... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's just showing you the time, Tony? Yes, and to the right there's the battery status tape um, icon. Exactly. And then to the left there's the uh, Wi-Fi icon, and I think it's the Bluetooth icon. Perfect, yep. yep. So... So a side of pressure low vision person can see that. If I want to give that to information myself, I'm going to press my notifications button to just read that information. So I'm going to press that now. Three new notifications, one of six. So three new notifications, one of six. I'm not going to read my notification. I'm going to press the down arrow. 12.48, Thursday, the 27th of January, 2022. Okay, down Two again. Wi-Fi state, connected to Telstra 97073, signal strength. 99%, 3 of 6. Okay, so that's 3 of 6, that's Wi-Fi. Bluetooth, enable, no connected devices. Okay. 4 of 6. And then down again. Signal strength, 0% 4G. Carrier Optus, <laughs> mobile data enabled. I can always tell when I'm in with Optus because I'm in the end of a valley here on the central coast and Optus transmitters not very good in the spot. Battery state, and there's my battery. 6 of 6. And that's my battery state. So it works really nice. And of course... When I want to come out of that menu, I just press the bottom right-hand side button. Three new notifications, 12.49. And I'm back to the main screen. Okay, so that's how I would always access the, the battery icon, the Wi-Fi access is just from that notifications button. Go through it with the up and down. If I wanted to go into anything, I would just press the OK button or confirm button, the green button to go into it. All right, so um, I know when I did I did a lot of podcasts on the iPhone, I didn't realize until the 21st podcast that I didn't show people how to make a phone call. So that's exactly the first thing I'm going to do this time. So if I just start top pressing the keys on the keypad now. Number Okay, so I've just typed in the main number for Vision Australia and you can hear it repeat. Now, what I can if I press the backspace key, the red key. Six, four, seven, four, eight, zero. It's also deleting as it's speaking the numbers. If I want to read back what I've just delete what the numbers I've got remaining, I just press the repeat button. Number thirteen hundred. And that's all I've got there at the moment, 1300. Zero, zero. Um, and there's also a function which I'm not going to worry about at the moment, but I, I can also read that number back character by character without actually deleting anything. So I'm going to hold down the backslash key or the red key to clear it all. Deleted. Okay, and there we go. All right, so you can make a normal phone call by just typing on the keypad. The other thing to keep in mind with this phone, remember... Um, with the automated dialing system so where you ring up say your bank or centrelink and you've got to press one for this and two for that because you're using a physical keypad 
you'll know exactly what key you're pressing because physically you can feel the keys and then number two you're also getting speech feedback and now before you ask me no you can't turn off the speech on this system primarily it's for blind people you do have low vision access as well but the speech stays on all the time you could turn the volume of the phone down but the speech will always be running in the background talking to you all right so we've explored the main the main screen with the notifications button to me as a blind person read it all out to me we've explored making it a, a phone number call and if I was to press if I wanted to make that call with the one three hundred eight four seven four double six number I would then just press the OK button to call and of course it made the call and then when I want to hang up I just press the hang up button on the back button which is the the red key on the bottom row on the right hand side Alright, let's go into the menu, and this menu is really complicated to get into. I simply just press the down arrow key. He says. Two, two. Sorry, let me just press it again. You know why that didn't work, because I had numbers sitting there. Deleted. <laughs> there we go. New That's better. Alright, let's try it again. Two. Down. Call. One of seven. Okay, so we're on the main menu of the phone. So we've got call. Uh, then down messages. again, messages for SMS messages. Contacts, three of seven. Contacts. Applications, four of Applications, seven. which I'll go through in a minute. Settings. Settings. Five of seven. Manual. Manual. Six of seven. And then turn off the phone. Turn seven off the of phone, seven. because this is the only way you can turn off the phone. You can't turn it off any other way. So if I press the OK button. Do you want to turn off the phone? One of one. Do you want to turn off the phone? One of one, which is I've only got one choice to choose from. And if I don't want to do that, I press the backspace key. If I want to do it, I press the OK button. So I don't want to do it at the moment, so I'm going to press the backspace. Turn off the phone. Seven of now, seven. I want to show you a really cool thing, just as a bit of a tip here, because you think, oh, geez, do I really have to press down, 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 down to get down to the turn off bit? Well, let me just go back up to the top. Message one of seven. If I want to get down to the bottom item in a list, in list on the phone, I'm just going to hold in my down arrow. Message, turn off the phone. And I'm there seven. now. It just zaps straight down to it. If I want to get back to the top of the list, I'm going to hold in the up the up button. Manual call, one of seven. And I'm back to the top. So you don't have to go down, 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 down. Um, you can zip to the top and the bottom by simply holding down the up arrow to go up to the top or the down arrow to go down to the bottom. Now, I'll, just, I'll quickly show you the, the call functions and that sort of stuff. I'm not going to get into too much detail. But Messages. let me call. just go to call, press OK. Dial contact. So I've got five. dial contact, dial number, two of five. dial number, which means manually dial it. Call history, three of five. Call history, so you can check your outgoing calls, incoming calls. Call statistics, four call of five. Call statistics, how much, how many calls you've made. Blocked numbers, five of five. Blocked numbers. Dial contact, one of five. And back to dial contact again. So it's cycling around the menu. Um, and all these work really much as expected but what's, what this phone has got which I love let me just press the backspace key Call. One of three new notifications. people that have used the old Nokia phones might be familiar with a, a thing called single key dialing so if I hold in my buttons from 1 to 9 including 0 I can preset them to dial a specific contact so if I want to call my voicemail, I'm just going to hold in number three. Dialing. Voicemail access. You have a new voicemail. New message. 11. 15. And I'll just hang up. Three, three new notifications. 12. Okay. And if I, ha if I held in number one, I would call my wife's number. Um, number two, I'd call my daughter's number and so on. Uh, and if I press a number that's not assigned, I'm going to press 5. No number assigned to this quick dial key. Do you want to pick a number? One of one. And no, I don't, so I'm just going to press backspace. Three new notifications. 1256. Okay, let's go back into the menu. I'm just going to press dinner. Call. One of seven. Messages. Two of seven. And press OK. Write SMS to contact. 
So write, write SMS, SMS to contact. Write SMS to number. Write to SMS receipt. to number if they're not in your contacts. Write SMS to multiple recipients. Write MS, SMS receipts. to multiple recipients. Now let me just go back up write here. Write SMS to number. Write to MS receipt. to number. So I'm going to press OK. Number one of three. Number. Text two of three. Text. Send message. Then send message. So I'm going to go back up. I'm going to OK on text. text. OK, and I'm going to just write in Dad on the T9 system. So I'm going to press three once. Okay, and then two one two one time. A. A, and then once on three. D. And then zero for space. Space. <laughs> very dad. easy. To, very easy to write, Dad. And as you can tell, it just repeated the whole word to me, Dad. Or I can voice dictate. So I'm going to have to hold. Uh, let's see if it works facing away from me. What I'm going to do, I'm going to hold in the voice assistant button on the side. It's going to say. I'll listen after a beep and then I'll just say something. Okay, so I'm holding it in now. I think you've just made a liar out of me. You're supposed to say, I respond after a beep. Maybe that's only for launching applications. That was I think you've screen. just made a worrying me. Yes, perfect. Say I respond after you a bit, but it's only for launching applications. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Tony? Um, yeah, it showed on the screen as you were dictating. Um, oh, beautiful. That's lovely, isn't it? Wow. Mm. That's beautiful. So th these are the little visual things I miss out on. Um, <laughs> but yes, um, what you get, if I press that side button when I'm actually not in dictation mode, I will get I, I, the old-fashioned thing, I listen after a beep, which is quite good. But the voice dictation works beautifully. And again, I can navigate that by character by character. I can navigate it by word by word. Um, and I can also delete it if I just press the backspace key now. Deleted. I've deleted everything. I'm going to press it again. Text two of three. Back to the previous menu. Write SMS to number. Back to the previous menu six. again to write to number. Messages. Two of and I'm seven. back to the main menu. So I hope everybody's getting the idea that by simply pressing up and down arrow, pressing OK to go into a menu option pressing OK to use the function and then keep pressing backspace or the the back key on the red key you go back up the menu structure so you really can't get lost on the phone let me come down again contacts. Three of seven. I'm not going to worry about contacts because basically it's contacts putting in a new note putting in a contact checking existing contacts and you can put in there most things you can put in um, phone number email address web address home phone home address work phone work phone work home number and so on applications applications i'll come back to a tick settings settings i'll leave that for the moment manual now i just want to show you how good this manual is so i'm going to press ok on manual blind shell classic two user guide one of eight so i've got one of eight so i press down getting started two of eight and i press ok package contents one of six package contents let's press ok again one Blind Shell Classic 2 Phone, 1 of 8. So Blind Shell Classic 2, 1 of 8. 2. Battery, a flat rectangular object, 2 of 8. 3. Earphones, on one end of the earphones, there is a 3.5mm connected jack, the other end has two earbuds. 3. 4. USB wall charger, standard USB charger, input 100 volts. Now that USB wall charger, this that's in where the Blind Shell actually comes from. That's not here in Australia. Five USB cable, and USB so on. So I'm going to press backspace and back. One of six. Phone description. Phone description. Taking off the back cover. Taking off the back cover. And then back. Getting started. Two manual. Six of seven. Um, I think I heard a question there about the synaptic phone. Tony. Uh, yes. So Peter. Mm. Um, has asked how would you say the blind shell compares to say the synaptic phone um, or, or an android phone that has synaptic software yeah look i'd have to say number one you're not you're not dealing with an app this thing's built in from the ground up to be a completely accessible phone so you haven't got software that feels like it's sitting on top of an operating system this really feels like you're using the phone and the really cool thing about this phone is that once you buy the phone, 
any application that's developed from then on, you will get for absolutely free. So when I got this demo phone in, I want to say early December or maybe late November, there was approximately 30 applications. There's now 42. Um, so as they bring new new applications online, you simply download them from the app catalog that's actually in the phone. So as I said, they're going to keep adding, adding more. So if I had a choice between the Synaptic phone and this one, I choose this one mainly because you've got a physical keypad. You don't have a physical keypad on an Android phone. Um, so no, I would... Yes, you are missing out on a few initial features, but as they develop, considering that all the stuff that this thing's got built into it, I think the sky's the limit with this phone. There's nothing this phone won't be able to do at the end of the day that an Android phone can or can't do. All right, so the manual's there, really easy to use. Again, up and down arrow, listen to what you need to read. I'm assuming, Tony, it's also on the screen mm -hmm. when it's displaying. Um, uh, it's displaying the word menu. Okay. Is it actually reading the menu that when you go into the manual? So let me just go to the manual. Turn off the phone. Let me go into the manual. Blind shell classic. Get down. Blind shell functions. Press Four of okay. eight. Main screen. One of ten. So main screen. One of ten. Call. Two of ten. Call. Press OK. Oops. The call menu item allows making phone calls to numbers or contacts in the contact list. It also contains call history, statistics, and... Now, is that only spoken, Tony, or is that also on the screen visually? It's also on the screen visually Beautiful. as well. Beautiful. Okay. And what's the contrast like on the screen? Uh, a black background with white writing, and it's large print. Okay. Perfect. Okay. All right. So let me... Now, this is a really cool thing. When you're down a few levels in a menu, remember how I said you could press up and down to jump to the top and bottom of a menu? Well, if I hold in the the red button or the back the back key Three new notifications. I'm back to the main Maybe screen no straight screen. away no mucking about with going back a level back a level all right I'm going to take you into the settings because I'm actually I'm purposely leaving the applications to last because I'll get distracted otherwise so I've just pressed down to settings now if I remember the number of that menu option I could also press what is it settings. Five of seven. I could have also pressed five to jump to it as well so I'm going to press OK. Sounds. One of ten. So we've got sounds. Keyboard. Two of ten. Keyboard. Display. Three of ten. Display, which I'll get to in a minute. Networks. Networks. Favorite applications. Favorite applications. That's where I said you could set up your own favorite applications. Screen reader. Six Screen of ten. reader. Date. Time and time zone. Date. Set language. Eight language. System update. System Nine update. About phone. And about phones. So let me go back like up. Screen reader. Favorite app networks. Display. Display. Three of ten. Press OK. Brightness settings. One of five. Brightness settings. Screen timeout. Two screen timeout. Color scheme. Three of five. Okay, color scheme. I'm going to press OK. White on black selected. One of so four. So white on black. Black on white not selected. Black on white, two which I'm four. not going to do because Tony, I think visually that would be fairly bright having a completely white background. Um, should I try it, Tony, or is it a bit overwhelming, that particular colour combination? Uh, to me, it's not too bad, but, um, mm. yeah, I, I guess if you're physically looking at it, it might be a bit bright for yeah, some of might leave it at the moment, have. yeah. White on blue, not selected. Oh, Three or four. how about white on blue? That doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> Let's try white on blue. Uh, white on blue, selected. Did that change straight away? Yes, it did. So you have a blue background with mm. uh, white writing. Oh, there you go. Black on yellow, not selected. Black on yellow. Four of four. And that's it. So, white on blue selected. White on blue. Three, black on white not selected. Black on white. White on black not selected. And white on black, which I'll. White okay on again. black selected. And I'm going to go back to the previous menu. Color scheme. So that's Three color five. scheme. Main menu style. Main four menu style. We can have. Only text selected. Only text. Icons only not selected. Icons only. Three. Icons and text not selected. Or icons one and text. Three. If I choose okay, icons, icons and text. And text selected. We'll have both icons and text now on the screen. Press back. Main menu style. Text size. Text five size. Of display. Three of ten. Networks. Whoops. Display. Sorry. Three of ten. I came out of it. Brightness settings. Screen color scheme. Main menu text size. Huge text size selected. <laughs> All right. So that probably was huge text size, Tony. <clears throat> Let's see what normal. Normal text size not selected. So, I hate when it does this because it doesn't tell you as a blind person what size it is. So I'm going to press normal. normal text size selected. There you go. That's normal now, Tony. How's, how normal is normal? Um, 
text size not selected. Normal text size selected. One of two. Is it that different or is it? Visually, I can't really tell the difference. Right, okay. Huge <laughs> um, text size not selected. Two of two. Huge is maybe a fraction larger, but I'm just looking at it um, via the screen. So it yeah, that's true. Yeah. Huge All right, we'll, we'll leave it on huge. <laughs> yeah. Text size. Okay. Brightness setting. Brightness settings. Screen timeout. Actually, brightness just choose brightness. One of five. And okay. Level five selected. Five of level six. Level one not selected. One of six. So let's try. Level five selected. Five of six. That's it. Level six not selected. I'm going the wrong direction. Five. Level four not. Level three not so selected. So energy is level three. three. Now I'm assuming, Tony, this means lower brightness. I'm assuming. Level three selected. Yeah. So there are six levels of brightness. Mm. One being the lowest, six being the highest, yep. and three being like mid range. In, in the mid range. Yep. Okay. Level three selected. That's fine. Brightness Just go setting, back. One of five. Oh, do you want me to leave it on brighter for the demo or don't worry about it? Um, don't worry too much about it. Okay, that's fine. Level three selected. Okay. Level three selected. Now, I'm not going to worry about some of the other settings because they're, they're pretty straightforward. Whoops, sorry. Let's go back to the main menu. So the other, other settings in there, um, and for people that are speech users, yes, you can turn up the speech rate um, to rate... I want to say nine, which is actually fairly quick. Um, you've got different voices. I've got the default voice number four running. I find the other voices are a little bit, oh, they're not as clear as number four. Um, and this phone is is very loud. So if I turn the volume up on this. Volume eight, volume nine, received Chris volume Hardos 10. Houston Palace, where the two SIM card slots just to accommodate different size SIMs. Does the accessibility slash reader startup with new phone automatically? Is it always on or can you turn it off? Does the volume control on the side of the phone control this or just the call volume? We've got a very... I know, that was pretty pretty extensive, actually. We might answer the question, this particular question right at the end. Yeah, um, cool. But we have about uh, 22 minutes left. David. Okay, cool. That's all right. No problem. Um, all right, so... So as I said, so this is the this is the maximum volume. Happens to this. Call one of seven messages, two of seven contacts, three of seven. So that's really really loud. Now, rather than going through the applications menu, I'm going to show you the favourites that I've currently got running on my phone. So I'm just going to press the action button on the side here. This is for the voice assistant. I'm just going to press it once. FM radio, one of 20. Okay, so we've got FM radio, and it said I've got one of 20. It's actually one of 19, because the 20th one is um, add a new option. So I've got FM radio. Remember, for the FM radio, I've got to have my earphones plugged in, and it works beautifully. I have listened to the cricket on FM. Internet radio, two of 20. Internet radio. So let me press OK. Resume playback, one of six. Resume playback down. Popular stations. Popular stations. Search. search. Three favorites. Favorites. Four I'm going to press OK on favorites. Vision Australia Radio Adelaide. One of 14. And I could be very geeky and play Vision Australia Radio, but I'll be good. ABC Triple J Unearthed. ABC Triple J Unearthed. I'm going to press OK. Playing. ABC Triple J Unearthed. Two of 14. And there's the radio playing. ABC Triple J Unearthed. Going back. Favorites. Four of six. Back again. Internet radio. Two of twenty. Okay, and down. Weather. Three of twenty. Weather. Press OK on weather. It's just loading on the screen. Yep. Loading. Current weather in Narara. Temperature. Twenty-seven degrees Celsius. Clear sky. One of six. And if I press down. Tomorrow. Temperature. 21 degrees Celsius. Clear sky. 2 of 6. Saturday. Temperature. 23 degrees Celsius. Okay, broken so clouds. I'm going to press 3 of 6. Back. Weather. 3 of 20. Down. VA Connect. 4 of 20. I won't get this one, but we do have the Vision Australia Connect library service on here as well to listen to your newspapers, podcasts, and talking books. Voice recorder. 5 of 20. Now, this one, the voice recorder is absolutely amazing. This is an excellent recorder. This microphone in this machine is a fantastic. So I'm just going to press OK. Start recording. One of two. And I'm going to go down. Records list. Records two list. Two. Press OK. First demo of using a voice memo function. The 26th of January 2022. 1339. One of two. And yes, you can rename your recordings, not just from a date point of view. So 
Do I press OK? Play one of five. OK again to play it. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog and raced away into the bush never to be seen again. Now is the time for all good men to come to the aid of their party. Today I saw a little worm a wriggling on his belly. I wonder if he would like to come inside and see what's on the telly. Playback finished. So they're all they're, they're always my, my little quotes that I do when I test recording. Alright, I'm gonna press back. First demo of using a book records list. Voice recorder. Five notes. Notes is where you can voice dictate notes to the actual phone. Very similar to the way that I dictated that message before. Uh, you'll get the dictation happening. And I didn't tell you this, but when it was when I was voice dictating and you were getting stuff on the screen, my phone was vibrating to me slightly to let me know it was still recognizing my voice. So press down again. Alarm. Alarm, pretty straightforward. Minute timer. Minute timer. Which is actually a bit misleading. It's not. A, it's what it means. It's it's a timer to set minutes for timing. They just called it a minute timer. I thought by default it only does a minute, but no, it doesn't. You can set your hours and minutes for timing. Stopwatch. Stopwatch. Nine of twenty. I've used this to actually test uh, do my lap count for my boys at karate. YouTube. Ten of twenty. Yes, that's YouTube. Um, you can watch stroke watch stuff on YouTube. Facebook Messenger. Facebook Messenger. Internet browser. Internet browser. Now, the internet browser really does work, and I'll, I'll let you know why it does work, is because when you go into a web page, so let's say you go to visionaustralia.org, what it does, it sets up the keypad to enable you to move by different items. So if I wanted to move forward through the web page by headings, I'd press 2, and then my up and down arrows would then take me forward by heading and backward by heading. If I wanted to navigate by links, I'd press number 4, and so down down would take me to the next link and up would take me to the previous link. And under the internet browser menu, there's actually a help function there that reminds you what the keyboard functions actually stand for. Uh, and it works very, very nicely. Podcast player, 13 and 20. How many? I'm going to give you four minutes. So <gasps> I'm going to go through some stuff as well. <laughs> right, 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 right. Roger, roger, roger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Internet browser, podcast player, so pod- 13 of 20. Podcast player. Mau Mau, 14 of now, 20. Now Now is actually really, you know, and it's really cool to play. Magnifying glass. Magnifying glass, because you can actually use the camera as an electronic magnifier. You can zoom in and zoom out, and you can also steal the, the picture to be a snapshot. Flashlight, 16 Flashlight, of like I said, to turn this flashlight on the top here. Localization, Localization, that's GPS. Now, it's pretty primitive at the moment. But as they develop more apps, there'll be more coming online. NFC object tagging. NFC object tagging, which is one of the last thing I wanted to show you. Now press OK. Read tags. One of three. Read tags. Approach the tag to the back of your yeah, phone. On the back of my phone here below the, S- the SOS button, there's a little Hold NFC on, There's a little NFC emblem. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to grab my iPhone and take it near the tag. David's iPhone 12 Pro. There you go. David's iPhone 12 Pro. Because um, the reason why I did that, and it sounds a bit weird, my wife has actually the same case and the same phone that I've got. So when I usually <laughs> pick up a phone sometimes, um, I make up with my wife's phone apparently. So that works really nicely. David's iPhone 12 Pro. I'm going to come back out. Approach the ta- read tags. One NFC object tagging. Beepers. And beepers of those tags. Add favorite applications. And then I can add favorite applications. And then I can go back to the main menu, holding the three new notifications. Backspace 13, key. 15. And I can lock my keypad if I wanted by holding down the star key. Now it's locked. There you go. If I want to unlock it. Three new notifications. And if I want 13, to change 15. my profile, I hold down the hash key. Change a sound profile. Vibration only, so not selected. Vibration only. Two of five. Ringtone and vibration Ringtone and vibration. Vibration only, Ringtone without vibration, not selected. Silent without vibration, not selected. Four. Airplane mode, not selected. Is airplane mode. Five of five. So if I pressed OK now, I put it in airplane mode. But I don't want to do that. I'm going to press backslash. Three new notifications. And I'm going to hold down my star key. And that will do the quick run through of the Blind Shell Classic 2. So over to you, Tony, for some more info.
thank you so much. I'm just going to share my screen um, to, 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 to everyone. Doesn't look like I can share my screen. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to tell you some pricing. So as David mentioned, the Blind Shell Classic uh, 2 mobile phone comes in two colors, which is a red case or a black case. And the RRP is $790. As David had mentioned as well, um, in the box you do get the cradle. You should have gotten a lanyard as well. I'm not too sure if David oh, mentioned about that. the lanyard. Said, said about that. Yep, yep. Um, the USB cable. Um, and the plastic um, uh, protector, phone protector. Mm -hmm. I'm yep. pretty sure you got that as well. Yep. Um, but the optional accessories are the case. So you can get either a black case or a red case. And the RRP for that is $49. Um, the single beep, which is the one that you can use to find your phone. I'm not too sure if that comes automatically with the actual phone itself, but mm. the cost of that, if you need to get more, is $49. And I'll um, confirm that when we actually launch the phone um, at, Vision, at Vision Australia. And then the other last accessory is the NFC tags. I know that you do get some with mm. the phone, but should you need to purchase more to tag other items, it does come in a pack of 10 and the IRP is $29. Should you need to get uh, a USB wall charger, um, Vision Store and Quantum will be able to um, provide one to you um, at a cost. And with regards to a replacement uh, USB cable, uh, I'm not 100% sure if uh, Vision Store or Quantum will have those available, but you can get those at your local um, mm. JB Hi-Fi yep. or um, Officeworks. Uh, it's just... Um, a USB uh, cable, USB Type-C cable, sorry. Yep. Um, just going back to the questions that Christy had um, written. The first one is, were the two SIM card slots just to accommodate different SIM sizes? No. And the answer message received Chris Wilson to host and panelist uh, calling and does the camera work for QR code? Um, card again, David? Yeah, so it's, it's just two, they're two mini SIM card slots, not two Great. different sizes. So Thank for me, to, if I wanted to put two nano SIMs in, I had to buy two mini adapter slot sockets to put the cards into the SIM card slot. Yep. Excellent. Uh, the next question that um, Chrissy had was, does the accessibility slash reader start up with the phone automatically? Yes. Meaning, yep, cool. Yep. Is it always turned on or can you turn it off? No, you can't turn it off. Hmm? Yep. Does the volume control on the side of the phone control this or just the volume in general overall volume of the phone so it's a general volume oh and actually just a bit of a tip the volume mm -hmm. when you plug in the headphones the maximum volume went to 10 when you plug in the headphones the maximum volume goes to seven okay so just That's be just aware of that hearing <laughs> correct exactly they're trying to be nice to you <laughs> is the ox headphone jack compatible with any earphones or speakers with this connection yep um certainly is yep. Um, so you basically use it for the radio only, or you can use it for no, everything else? everything else. Yeah. It's just that with, when you try and do the FM radio, it'll say, please plug in your earphones. Okay. And I should, I didn't mention this at the beginning, but we should point out that it's all this, besides having NFC, this phone's also got Bluetooth, so you can plug in Bluetooth heads, headphones or speakers. It connects to a Wi-Fi network. Um, and like I said, the future developments, you've got things in here like a magnometer, magnetometer, which is actually a compass. You've got a barometer, you've got an accelerometer, you've got a gyroscope. So you've got all these built-in stuff that haven't been quite utilised yet with applications. So that's why I said this device will just improve. They just haven't got the apps up and running yet as they develop more and bring more apps online. Great. And message received Chris Wilson to host and panelists calling. Is it going to be covered by DDA funding? BPA versus the NFC tags. Uh, they're different. you the pricing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're different. Yeah. Mm. Uh, giving you the pricing already, and I've also mentioned the uh, USB cord, so that mm -hmm. one I'll confirm later. Yep. Um, the other question is, does the camera work for QR code? Certainly. And the answer, it certainly oh, does. <laughs> it certainly does. Does it have I, a QR code scanner now? <coughs> yes, it does. 
Okay, great. Because that was one of the things that I requested when mm. we were at, um, uh, evaluating the phone. So great, great. Yep. Um, I just haven't tried it personally because I hate QR codes trying to find them. Okay. Um, and because uh, everything. So I might. Yeah, so let's verify it later, maybe at some other stage. But sure. I haven't used it because I use the Service New South Wales QR code to log in. Okay. So it won't be linked to anything. It's simply a QR code to read off the code and get the appropriate stuff off the code. Sure. Um, yeah, because those state-based QR codes to check you in when you enter a store or a shop, etc. Yeah. Um, that one is really um, state country based. So Correct. Yes. Yeah. As a general QR code reader, yes, we have, mm. but not for those for checking into shops and stores and yep. hospitals, etc. Yep. And it may work. But I just don't want to say yeah or no at the moment. <laughs> sure. Sure. Mm. Uh, we can assess that later. Correct. Um, last question I hope from Christy. Is this going to be covered by DVA funding? Um, the answer will be yes. However, prior approval will need to be um, completed between uh, the service provider and the veteran to clinically justify why DVA should fund this particular phone for your veteran. Um, so potentially, yes. Um, are there any questions? Any other questions? Message received, Chris Todd Wilson to host and panelist Colin Perfect. Thank you so much, Smiley. Thank you so much. <laughs> Message received, Peter Cracknell to host and panelist Colin QI charging. Uh, this question from Peter. Oh, Peter, um, take it easy, mate. Jeez, what more do you want? <laughs> Key charging. Jeez. Some people are never satisfied. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be visiting you later, mate. Um, no, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, and people that don't know what Q, QI or Q charging is, is where you pop the phone on a wireless charger. And it charges from the back of the phone, so no, it doesn't. It doesn't we do might, key charging. Um, we might ask Blind Shell uh, that question down the track. I don't think they. I don't think they can do it though, Tony, because the oh, okay. the battery comes off the back of the phone. Ah, uh, yes, and yes. And that's normally where you you've got your wireless charging, unless they did it some other little spot. But yeah, maybe sure. that maybe they'll be in version three. Probably. Oh, mm. and also you can get replacement batteries if required as well. Mm. One thing I didn't... How much time have we got left? Have we got about a minute? Uh, we've got about seven minutes, so okay. you need to go through anything I else. I just wanted to... Uh, I, I just, Hold the star key to unlock your phone. There you go. I just pressed any other key on the keypad. It said press the star key and unlock your phone. Because I didn't show Three you. Three new notifications. 1323. So this time I'm going to hold in the side button and use the, um, the voices to open an application. So let's try this one. I listen after a beep. Internet radio. Message I listen received. after a beep. Could not understand. Try speaking more clearly. <laughs> I listen after a beep. Internet radio. FM radio. One of 20. Well, I got it close. I got FM radio. This doesn't surprise me too much. Um, let me try another one. Internet radio. Weather. Three of... No. Okay, let me just go back. Let's try weather. Three new notifications. 1324. Okay, I'm going to hold it in again. I listen after a beep. Could not understand. Try speaking more clearly. And I'm glad it's doing Three this because this really does happen. 1320. I listen after a beep. Weather. FM radio. One of 20. Yeah, it's not doing it again. Sometimes it does get a little bit confused. So what I would suggest maybe most of the time, I'd almost be using the where you hold down the button for voice dictation. That is 100% always working. Um, I just find for the voice assistant, sometimes it's reliable, sometimes it's not. And you've got a person who's not unsure about technology. The last thing you want is this thing going, I can't hear you, speak, speak clearly, do it again. Um, so I would certainly show them how to do it. But I would say, look, sometimes the little person inside the phone gets a bit distracted. Uh, they've obviously nicked off and had a cup of tea somewhere. Um, so don't be too surprised if it doesn't work. But the voice dictation where you still hold the button in and voice dictate where you've got text to input like a notes or messages, that absolutely works all the time. So that's just a bit of a tip for, for longer term and use of the phone. Hopefully they'll get that voice assistant a little bit more robust. Um, but because it's only listening to one word like weather or internet radio, which is probably two words, it's not really allowing enough time for the system to recognize your voice as such. So I think it's basically pre-programmed to recognize the words 
rather than being a proper full-blown voice dictation system that gets trained to recognize your voice. So they're probably the last two points I wanted to mention, Tony. Message received, Peter Cracknell to host uh, and panelist column B. My eyes work well. Color recognizer works well. Monique has asked, I have a client with complete vision loss. He sometimes can see some lights. Do you think he would benefit from this phone purely from the automated voice commands? Sorry if I missed this, but is it possible to also talk into the phone? So can you go to like a, a setting, say, for example, um, you know how you go, hey, Siri, go to whatever, on an Apple phone. Can you do something similar with this phone? You can, you can only open up applications and you can only voice dictate. You can't do anything else. So you can't say, you can't really say, H-E-Y, what's the weather? Or H-E-Y, where am I? Or anything like that. It's not a voice recognition system. It's not a, it's not a personal assistant. It's to open up apps on the phone or to voice dictate. Um, sorry. That's my, my whole office going off. Um, the other thing I was going to mention too was... Um, there's other apps in there that I know Peter just mentioned too. So you've got yep. Be My Eyes where you can actually link up. Sorry? Camera's back on now. Oh, good. So you've got other apps uh, in there as well calling Be My Eyes, which is where you can ring up an assistant via the phone's camera, if you like, and get personal assistance. It's also got color identification. Um, the only thing it hasn't got, which just occurred to me, it doesn't have any money identification in there yet. So hopefully they'll be bringing that one out. Um, as in my favorites, we've got podcasts. I'd love to have a Twitter client because I love Twitter. Um, it's got the WhatsApp. It's got Telegraph. Um, it's got Skype Lite. So it's, like I said, it's got lots and lots of different applications that you can really get stuck into. And if you get to play off the phone under applications, most of the applications are under tools or another option called vision aids. So they're where the, the, most of the programs are installed. And then, as I said, you, if you go down the bottom of the applications menu, you'll get a thing that says App Catalog. And I just choose all categories because I want to have a look at all of them. And in there, you'll get all stuff about hobbies, games, communication, media playing, such as um, LibraryVox for the LibraryVox service, Vision Australia Connect, and all that sort of cool stuff as well. So it's... It, it really is a straightforward phone to use because simply you're pressing up and down, OK to go into a menu, back to come back out again. Um, you've got your volume up and volume down. You've got your favourites button or if you're holding, you've got your personal assistant and then you've got the keypad. And then if you want to dial a number for SOS, you can hold in the big round button on the back and that will dial your pre-programmed emergency contact in there for you. Um, and just one, uh, one final point. Uh, can I get one, one, one final point? Of course you can, David. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, one final point. When you take a photo, so I've got my wife to take a photo of my lovely little grandson who's five weeks old. And you can voice, as soon as you take a photo, you can voice tag it. So I've now got a picture on my phone. So if I want to actually show my work colleagues, my, my, my baby grandson, it, the actual photo is titled Franklin's five-week picture, so I know exactly what I'm showing a person who can see the screen. Really, really, really cool. All right, I'll stop, Tony. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, so, Monique, just to answer your questions, we can't um, use voice commands to operate the phone, yep. uh, is the answer to your question. Yep. So, the special, um, I guess, promo that we're offering to all those that attended the full duration of this particular webinar, as a thank you, you will receive a personal email from myself with uh, a 10% off discount if you pre-order the phone from Vision Store. Uh, at the moment, we plan to launch the phone, I'm going to say in March, um, but it might be a little bit earlier, but stay tuned for more information. That concludes the, uh, the end of this particular session, so I thank everyone for attending. Great uh, webinar from you, David, as per always, so thank you everyone for attending. Uh, for this particular um, Blind Shell uh, Classic Phone 2, if you have any uh, particular questions about it, please refer the questions to the Quantum team. Um, so the email address is info at quantumrlv.org, uh, I think is the email. Correct me if I'm wrong, Peter, um, in, in the chat box. Um, at the end of the webinar, there is a short survey for you to complete. Any feedback that you can provide will assist in approving our content and delivery of future webinars. Info, the email address for the Quantum team is info at 
quantum, that's Q-U-A-N-T-U-M-R-L-V.com.au. And what's the phone number there for quantum as well, Rebecca? At, um, so we'd love to, for you to join us for the next exploring session. Message received, Rebecca Clark, to host and panelists. In February, uh, please email us on our website for the details. And the quantum number is 1300-883-853. Thank you so much and goodbye. And we'll see you at the next webinar, which will be back on the last Wednesday of each month. Uh, we didn't do it um, yesterday because it was a public holiday. Thank you, David, and I'll catch you later, everyone. Bye, folks. Bye.